Hello and welcome to another Imagining Freedom podcast which is focused on our rights and freedoms. A few days ago I had my first encounter with the vaccine passport. As anyone who listens to this podcast will know I'm totally against anything that's enforced and certainly against vaccine passports. I don't believe that any of the enforced measures that have been brought in by governments, any of these measures that have supposedly been to reduce the spread of COVID have worked. Maybe if people want to wear masks, that might or might not protect them. But enforcing such measures as masks, lockdowns, vaccine passports, I don't believe that saves one single life. And I'd be interested to see proof that it does. Because actually, the facts looking at different countries and comparing different countries show the opposite. I think more lives have probably been lost due to the effects of lockdowns, poverty associated with them, depression, than any lives that might have been saved by these enforced measures. If people want to, to lock themselves down, that's fine. That's their choice. But enforcing these measures, I think, is totally wrong does not help one single person, doesn't prevent the spread of COVID, doesn't save any lives. And if I had known that I was going to be expected to submit either proof of vaccination, double vaccination, or proof of not having the disease, I wouldn't have gone to the event that I attended last week. But circumstances made that a really difficult choice for me. So what happened was, I had been to to visit someone, I'd actually been put in touch with this person, it was someone I didn't know, by someone else because I've been studying and that's partly why I haven't been podcasting recently, I've been so busy, not just busy, I've been overwhelmed really by the amount of things I've had to do. So I'm not complaining, it's actually been, I've actually had a lot of interesting things happening in my life and that's included doing two courses And for one of these courses, I needed to practice on someone. And the person that I'd been been planning to practice on, a friend, had actually um, agreed to it at first and then made excuses. And I think it was because she was nervous about me coming to her house because of COVID. She's a really good friend, but unfortunately, I've only seen her out of doors over the last past year. She actually had COVID as well. Anyway... That's up to her. I don't know. I don't really know what's been going on really in her mind. But I needed to practice on someone. So my tutor put me in touch with this lovely lady. And she said, don't worry, she doesn't have any issues about around COVID. And when I met this woman, the first thing she did was give me a big hug. So it turned out that we had one big interest in, in common, which is mountaineering. She had loads of mountaineering books, and I'm just crazy about hills and mountains. So I also have loads of mountaineering books, and we were chatting away. Later on, she told me about this film festival that was happening near where I live. And she said, oh, you must get a ticket. I'm going to be going. So I thought, maybe I'll do this. And then the next day, another friend of mine phoned up and said, are you going to the Banff Film Festival? I've got some free tickets. So I said, okay, that would be great. I'd love one of the free tickets. And he said, I'll send you it online. And when he sent me it, he said, please make sure that you're definitely going to go. 
And I, I replied and said, yeah, I'll be definitely going. And the reason he said that was because he had other people he could have given the tickets to otherwise. So that made it a bit of a commitment for me. I really wanted to go. But at that point, I did not realise that I was going to be expected to show proof of either double vaccination or that I wasn't sick. And that would involve taking a PCR test or a lateral flow test. So I have done a lateral flow test before as part of research. And what I didn't realise was that the lateral flow test that I was expected to submit would involve me sticking one of those cotton swabs right up my nose. And there's no way I would do this. When I submitted the lateral flow test before, it was a blood test. And I don't mind doing a, you know, a finger prick blood test. So I didn't realise that I would have to, or, or that I would be expected to stick this thing right up my nasal cavity, which maybe for personal reasons I don't want to go into. There's no way I could do that. So I discussed it with friends who I knew were, you know, were the same mind as me regarding COVID. And they said, you don't need to stick it all the way up. You can just put it, um, you know, at the front of your nose and no one's going to know. And then it turned out that there were other ways that I could flout this test. Well, I don't mind. I was quite happy just to put it at the entry to my nasal cavity. And apologies to anyone who's eating just now. It is really disgusting what they expect us to do. So I was happy to just do a partial test, just rubbing it on the inside of my nose. And then a couple of people suggested alternative ways that I could flout the test. And to be honest, even though I was happy to do a kind of partial test, which I think would have picked up anything if I had the disease, I actually decided to fully flout the test on principle. Because the way I see it, when laws reach a certain level of injustice, I think it's my duty to flout those laws in every way that I can. And if I'd been living in apartheid South Africa, I would have believed that to be the case. I would have gone out of my way to flout those apartheid laws. And I think this is just as bad. And maybe it's not as bad as things got in South Africa, but that is the way things are going. There's a slippery slope, and at some point you have to draw a line in the sand and say, nope, this is enough is enough. I'm not going to follow these laws because they are unjust. And it might be the case that the politicians in Scotland who have enforced these rules fully believe that they are right to do so. But I think there's a lot of injustice going on in the world just now. And it's reached the stage that, in this regard, it's my duty to flout these, these laws, these unjust rules and regulations. If I'd actually believed for one moment that by complying with these tests, I might have saved some lives, then I would have complied with them. But I don't believe that, not for one moment. And I think in the long term, people are going to be in a much worse position. All of us are going to be in much, a much worse and much more dangerous situation if people comply with these demands. So when I went along that evening, I actually got there quite early and there was a man on the door yelling, vaccine passport forms, show us your vaccine passport forms. So I joined the queue with my NHS text on my phone ready and just in front of me there was a couple 
and this man demanded to see their vaccine passports. They had their tickets for the event. And they were horrified. They said, I didn't realize, we didn't realize that we were meant to show these. And he said, oh, you won't get in without this. And they just turned and left. And I felt terrible. I felt like running after them and saying, actually, do you know what? I've, I'm the same. I wouldn't dream of showing my vaccine passport because I'm not vaccinated. And it should be a choice. We should not be coerced into it. But there are ways around this. But anyway, I didn't do that. And that felt dreadful. So I was next in the queue. I showed my phone. I showed um, my, the text from the NHS. And I was allowed in. And it was a really great evening. I really enjoyed it. But I felt really bad at the thought of that couple that were turned away. Because it wasn't just them. I mean, maybe they could afford to lose. I don't know how much it cost. About £15, £30 between them. But it's the principle. It made me think, what if I had been in apartheid South Africa? What if maybe I'd been from a black family or a mixed race family and my skin was light enough to be able to pass and I was able to get into events and then I saw friends and family being turned away? I know it's not got to that level yet, but this is the slippery slope towards it. This is clearly the slippery slope towards that. So it really left a bad taste in my mouth. And I will not be going along to events like that again um, if they're demanding vaccine passports. I'll check very carefully. If someone phones me up and offers me a free ticket and, you know, I'll say I'll think about it. Thank you so much, but I'll get back to you and I'll check. And if I'm expected to hand in proof of vaccination or of having one of these invasive ugly and disgusting tests then I'll just say no and I intend no disrespect to the people who were showing their their proof of vaccination because people are so confused many people are so scared they really think that by being in the same room as someone who might have a sniffle or might have the virus that is a death sentence or a potential death sentence and it all plays into this divide and rule that's been used again and again since time immemorial. I just really want to avoid that as much as possible. But if someone is nosy enough to ask me about my medical status, I'll tell them. If they want to discuss the point, I'll discuss it with them politely. And if they accuse me of being selfish, I'll point out that vaccine, the COVID vaccines don't stop you spreading the virus. They actually don't protect you from the virus. They don't protect you from the serious effects of the virus. And they don't protect, protect you from dying from the virus. They reduce the symptoms. And if you look at the Public Health England records, it's clear that that's the case. People who have been double jabbed have been dying of the, the Delta variant in greater numbers than people who have not been vaccinated does that mean that people shouldn't get the vaccine? I am for choice. So I think it should be everyone's choice whether they want to get the vaccine or not. It's not my business. And it's not their business whether I get the vaccine. But it is my business. If an organisation demands 
that I put something into my bloodstream or stick something up my nose in order to get entry to their business. That is an invasion of privacy and detrimental to human rights. And it's a slippery slope that we've been on ever since March 2020 towards an increasingly authoritarian society where the meaning of police is more like stormtrooper, where you're expected to show your papers for entry to anything, normal life. And that is something that I never, ever thought I would see in my lifetime in my country. And I'm not exaggerating in calling the police stormtroopers. And I don't mean all the police here. I'm saying that the name, the word police is being given to the thugs who have been barging into people's homes to see whether they're hiding someone during lockdowns or who have been beating people up just because they're peacefully protesting against these enforced measures. That's not something that I would associate with a civilised country. I hope to discuss these matters further over the next few weeks. I have handed in all my coursework for one of my courses and I've got just a little bit of work, more work to do for the other course. I've also got other things going on in my life, but I think I'm getting through it. So I hope that I hope to be back to doing more regular po- podcasts soon, because there's certainly a lot to talk about on this front. If you've enjoyed listening to my podcast, please subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes. If you'd like to make a comment, download a transcript or view the show notes, go to imaginingfreedom.co.uk. Thanks for listening.